the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast, episode 110. Yay! Almost Christmas, I think. Oh God, I don't even go there. Well, I've, I've, um, as you know, I've referred to Christmas for the last 10, 20 years as Gaming Day. Yes. Because um, that's the day I get to ignore it. Well, now that I'm divorced, get to ignore everybody and just play games. It's awesome. But it looks like I've got a house-sitting job um, in New Year's Eve, so I'll be doing a Babylon 5 um, Where's the Is the house-sitting place anywhere exciting? No. <laughs> I shouldn't say that because Adam will be listening. Um, it's Adam's place. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, but he's got all those DVDs. Uh, he, oh, yeah, he does. Babylon he's got that five. room. He's got that yeah. room full of DVDs. Room full of DVDs. So I'm thinking, so I'm dog sitting basically because they're, they're only in Rotorua. So they'll be where you are probably. Yeah, probably. Um, and uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll do that. I'll probably work the 31st, I think. It's a Saturday, but um, I have the next couple of days off, obviously. Very so, yeah. good. So anyway, I just heard about that. How has your week been? Um, good. I don't think I've done anything exciting. I've just had work. Sent the Secret Santa gifts from last time. They're at the warehouse. The one for the Chris and Sam podcast, we haven't had one turn up yet, so we might be getting a bad Santa stash thing. Oh. Maybe. Oh. Is it, do you think it would be hard for somebody to buy for us as, as a podcast? I. Uh, no, no, it's not because we link to our personal uh, our personal accounts, and yeah. you can check that out. And, and our um, last year's one was awesome, so maybe they looked at that, saw what we got last year, and just went, "Oh my god!" I it just compete. depends on who we got. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. Um, and last week we talked about how much fame and notoriety you're getting through that, didn't we? So we've already covered that. We have covered that. I'm trying to log in. I'm do. I uh, did my forklift training this week. How'd so that go? <laughs> Was that an experience? I, I, I didn't make too much of a fool of myself. I'll stress the too much. Um, I I made some really. St- I made a couple of really stupid mistakes in the written. Like oh, I'm, okay. I, that's usually my forte. Yeah, and yeah. One of the questions you cannot get this question wrong. I I initially got it wrong. <laughs> Initial, initially, <laughs> initially, because I didn't I didn't look properly at the data plate and i was looking at the weight the the weight that lift weight instead of the weight of the forklift he goes how did you get that i was like because uh, oh um no i didn't get that at all i got that that's what i got (laughs) um and then uh and then he i finished before everybody else and then we he looked at he he goes how did you get this wrong and why did you not fill in these two pages so i (laughs) i turned a page and turned two pages together so uh, I missed you two go. Whole pages out. You are right. Um I didn't c- kill anyone in the um, actual practical. I used That's the accelerator because I was everybody else just idled forward. Oh, really? I, I There's usually someone that wants to cane around, and that's you. Yeah, yeah that was me this time. Um, but I did. I'm not used to the counterbalance. I backed into a narrow area. Yes. And to do a three point turn like you would with a car. Yeah. You don't do that with a forklift because no. the, the back end or ass. Swings out, and I could have taken because it's their workshop. It's the Crown Workshop. Now they took out their workbench. Well, I think he was worried I'd take out. Their oh, that's right. You get used to it after a while. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that means last night I was doing lifting um, bales of or 
pallets of um, you know flour and stuff like that, uh, eight meters. Nice. Yeah, so that's pretty high. Good on my own. Do you know what um what you could be thinking about while you're doing all this at work? You could be working on the space poop challenge. Yeah, tell me what that is because I saw that note and I'm like, I don't even want to look at that. It just sounds... No, this is a legit thing. NASA's got a competition running and the prize money's $30,000. Oh, wow. And they want someone to come up with a system for inside a spacesuit that'll collect human waste for up to 144 hours, which is six days, and then route it away from the body without the use of their hands. That's the gist of it. You've got 13 days to register. You've got to register and then submit your idea and plan and how it all works and everything. Uh, that's at HeroX.com. And they've picked six days because if something catastrophic happens, that's how long they think the, pe- the space people will be, uh, the astronauts will be in their suits. Usually they're only in the space suits up to 10 hours a day and they've got to be in them yep. for launch, re-entry and walking around outside. And let's face it, in launch... Chances are you probably shit yourself. Yeah, well, currently, <laughs> currently they use uh, adult diapers, which aren't too good. Yeah, uh, no, all around rashes and all that sort of crap. So uh, there you go. You could be having a think about that. It's an interesting uh, problem to have. It is. A, it's, I it's assume, an interesting challenge to solve, and there'll be somebody who get. I'm assuming it'll be some it. sort of vacuum system, wouldn't it? Yeah, I would have thought like so. just, but, a but special it depends because. If you have it, you can't have it like X. No, no, it'll have a little containment unit or somehow yeah. it'll keep hold of it or, I don't know, one of those things. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Okay, that's way better than it looked. Um, I, I knew you would be intrigued, <laughs> so I kept it quite bla- uh, you know, bland on the bland notes. Bland on the notes. Um, a long time ago, we talked about, and I'm going to get the name wrong, was it Ethereum? No, that's the... I don't know. We Carry talk- on. Oh, it was the blockchain um, episode we were talking about. Oh, it was about. amazing. I, it keeps me awake at night thinking about the amazement of that discussion. Ethereum. It was Ethereum. Okay. Um, so the Ethereum network that set up this blockchain for smart contracts. And yes, that's recently, right. And um, recently, somebody um, did one of these smart contracts and somebody who is no, they can't figure out who because of the way blockchain works, yes. went in and took $60 million Oh, I need just a little bit of money. Yeah. Good on million. them. Good, on, Good them. on them. So this is a, a paper from Russell McVeigh who's talking about how to draft. Because what, what, what it was, there's nothing wrong with the blockchain, but the way they drafted the contract up yeah. allowed somebody else to come in and go, oh, I fulfilled that contract and the, the funds were released to them. Yes. Well, you think they would have uh, maybe done a bit more user acceptance yeah, testing yeah, or yeah. something like that? Well, you know, somebody goes, I'm a lawyer and I know how to do technology. Oh, I'll do a th- smart uh, contract for yeah. you. I bet you won't be doing another one for them. <laughs> yeah, no. No, because, you know, cutting it, bleeding edge technology, let's use it. Oh, right, how about we just get a written piece of, no, no, we're going to use this thing. No, I think, I think smart contracts are the way to go in future, and it will happen, but, you know, they're going to make mistakes. How much will it happen, though? Are you talking about, like, it'll oh, happen it'll be, like it'll cloud, cert- or will it happen like Facebook? No, no, it will happen in certain industries. I don't think it'll be. Oh, like, okay, yeah, I don't no, think it'll yeah, be no. like you, you and your um, no, lawnmower no. man. Like, no, I don't no, think no. it'll be that sort of thing. Although maybe one day it would get that far. I reckon it'll be so simplified. It'll just be thumbprint on a scanner 
you accept yeah. it and it's done everything behind the scenes. That's almost internet banking by that stage. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? It's going to be um, next level. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll get, did, when it gets to as, as simple as internet banking, then it'll be. Did you know, uh, talking about years. people losing money, New Zealand, a whole bunch of New Zealand women are losing money in a spiritual movement, cough, pyramid scheme. Uh, so they're losing thousands of dollars. It sounds like something you probably were involved in with a male version of it. It's a gifting <laughs> circle scheme. Have you heard of those? No, no. Uh, but, you know, multi-level marketing is more my my preferred uh, pyramid scheme. I was um, talking to someone last night about that on Twitter. I learned about a new one that I hadn't heard of that's just come to New Zealand. Uh, what's that one? Uh, it's um, health products. I can't remember. It begins with A. And her daughter's involved in it, and her daughter's spamming everyone on Facebook, and it's got to the point where it's almost ruining their relationship. Yeah, and that I had, happens. And I had to ask. I said, "What is it?" She said, "Oh, it's this Illumi, Illumini, something like that." Anyway, yeah. yeah. Um. So, just I want to yeah. say before we do that, because you've seen this, so the listeners haven't. Maybe search John Oliver uh, multi-level yes, marketing. I, I did mention that, and she said, "Yeah, that's bang on." I, I she'd watch that. Yeah, definitely watch that if if. if if ever you're thinking, maybe you'll do it. And and trust me, I've gone into multiple multi-level marketing things in my time. And hopefully I've learned my lesson now. Well, hopefully. These women, apparently, some women have learned this lesson. So it's a gifting circle scheme. It's based on spirituality and whatever else they want. And the leaders uh, tell the women that they need to make a gift of between $1,500 and $5,000 US dollars. Right. Okay, that's a little more than a secret yeah. Santa. So, so, so you dish out <laughs> you dish out some money, and then you get some money back. About a hundred women have been involved in New Zealand, but they've all got to keep it secret because that's how it works. And Soraya James, aka Sheree Carberry, and she's probably got ten other aliases. Uh, she's apparently the main person that everyone thinks is sort of the head of the New Zealand pyramid or trapezoid or whatever you want to call it. Uh, she's done five rounds of gifting and says rumours of her living off the money is highly exaggerated. She's received less than $100,000. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a stupid <laughs> statement. Uh, how could I live on less than $100,000? Oh, my God. That's but, like three years' salary at my but, current rate. But she had, you know, she has been uh, like on the welfare and stuff before and blah, blah, blah. But like even a Nelson doctor took part of it because she got told that she'd be given $40,000 from eight other women involved. Oh, that's she took sure. a bank she, chain, chain letter slash yeah yeah she took out a bank loan to uh, fulfill this need of giving the money and she's lost it all so she's an idiot but she's a doctor so you know yeah well, she's a smart idiot and you do get them apparently so <laughs> what's okay. that thing fools what's the saying uh, fools easily parted with their money or something yeah something like that okay so what else we got here um. Oh, I and this isn't written down, but I just have to tell you. Yes. So, Les Mills, two things about Les Mills. You've been there all, forever. Yeah, I've been there forever. You're so part of the furniture. My, um, my credit card declined at the beginning of the month. So, I oh, put yeah. some money on it yeah, yeah. specifically for Les Mills, yeah, but yeah. I didn't do it till, in time. Anyway. Okay. So, that's cool. So, I rang up yesterday and yeah. I gave them the that- credit card number over the phone. I checked on the computer. The funds are there. Wouldn't go through. Yeah. She said she'd try it again and, and ring me or text me because I was going to work. Yeah. Didn't go through. Oh. So I had to go in today. So yeah. I walked to the gym today. Yes. So basically it worked straight away when I put the card in the machine. So I think there's just a policy. Get off your ass and walk down here and then we'll take your payment. 
because that's the only gym, <laughs> only workout I've got from Les Mills this week is walking up there to wow, play. Wow, maybe, maybe. But as I was going up there, the yes. old um, Les Mills that is now a car park. Yes, that's it had that hoarding in front of it. Oh You've yeah, seen yeah, it, yeah. It says, in 1934, this building was erected <laughs> yeah, yeah. to do this da da da, and then such and such. In 2014, and then, was, and then yeah, and then it goes, and coming soon in 2014, we will. Um, you Build know, some new bloody shopping We will thing. welcome our new exciting business to Hamilton. Yeah. It's like 2014, really. And I kept walking past it every day, and I'm like, I'm going to take a photo of that. But I was trying to think of something witty to say, like Instagram and whatever. They've repainted it. That's gone. So, you know, council's oh. only, what, two years, three two years, years behind? Shocking. Anyway, so I thought that was funny. I thought you'd find that amusing. Uh, talking about Hamilton, I haven't written this down, and this was just a little side note. Um, are you going to join the fight that a local Hamilton man is having with the uh, pack and save up the road because he's upset with Coca-Cola? Oh, no, what happened? So uh, pack and save has built a massive display when you walk into the store. This is the one just up the road here. And it's uh, boxes of cans of Coke. And it's a giant Santa Claus made out of uh, like a wall art out of cans. Looks epic. Like must be a couple of hundred, oh, wow. couple of like hundred boxes. Cuts. No, 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 just stacked. You know when they do, yeah. Okay. And it's normal Coke, Coke Zero, Diet Coke, and they've... Yeah, because Santa is Coke. No, well, that's his problem. We shouldn't be associating uh, Coke with Santa or Santa with fizzy drinks. We should all be drinking water, and he's really angry. But Coke created Santa. What? Pretty much. That's what they've said. They've said, we've had a long associate anyway. uh, So you won't be joining that guy? No. No, because he's an idiot. Yeah, that's right. What? But, But Coke made Santa. I mean... Is he, is he think Santa's still real, or does he think it's part of the? He's just uh, he's just worried about the sugar, to be honest. Okay, um, well, I, I get that, but that's a stupid. Thing well, why actually? While you're house sitting, and I may be in Rotorua, I probably won't be doing this. But um, would you be keen to be strapped to a giant helium balloon? Oh yeah. So they've uh, this guy's finally opened up a new uh, tourism venture, and it's taken him forever because he has to keep. Going to the uh, civil aviation, get it reclassified, and say it's not an aircraft; it's a giant helium balloon with a gondola underneath it. It's going to take twenty passengers up at a time to one hundred and fifty meters in the air. And they were like, "Oh, okay," because he said, "If it's an aircraft, he goes, I have to take off from somewhere and land, and this thing's just tethered; it just goes up and down." Yeah, tethered. I, I. So, how safe is that? Well, who knows? It'll be interesting to see when that someone falls off it. But the thing is, it goes up every 10 or 20 minutes. It shows off Rotorua. looks amazing. It's a 20-meter diameter balloon with a tough Kevlar gondola called the Observer. But if you want an extra thrill, Chris, you can try the Orbster. This is where they'll harness you and hang you outside the gondola from the Observer suspension ropes. Oh, Yeah. Uh, so that's interesting. It'll be um, yeah, I'd, I'd be keen on that. It's going to be I, what what intrigues me is if it's on a single tether. Yes, the wind factor is going to have you. Oh go all yeah, over totally. The show, I right? don't so, actually know where he's setting up in Rotorua as well. Like I know all the places, but I don't. know I don't where. know how you would do that from a uh, engineering point of view. Like you almost need to have. Three widely spaced at he least, might do um, things that go up in sync so that it keeps yeah, in the middle. Yeah. But that even that when you get to a certain angle, oh, oh who knows who knows I just okay. know it costs him a hundred thousand dollars to fill it with helium, and yeah. then he tops it up when it's needed. 
So yeah, well, I suppose I suppose I'd rather work out the poo equation than that one. The poo equation? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Moving <laughs> on. So what's this Quake Desk? Oh, this is a story I saw today. I like this. Oh, this is great. This is a story coming out from a guy called Nick Mahuis. Mahui? I don't know. Anyway, he's a guy from Wellington, and after the last big shake that affected Kaikoura and everywhere else in the country, he thought, I don't like that the office workers are freaked out so much, so he decided to develop a special earthquake desk designed to save lives. That's the plan anyway. And he's based it all on triangles, obviously, because that's the optimum shape for strength in all directions. And it's all been welded, and it's like a desk, normal wooden desktop, and then underneath it's got these weird metal struts going everywhere, and there's a room for you to go underneath the desk. Uh, he went to a car yard uh, down there, which happened to be the first one uh, where Judith Collins crushed someone's car. Oh, and, yeah. and they dropped... Um, they had normal. He had normal office desks, and they fell apart. Fell apart and crumbled when he chucked a um, dropped a shopping cart on it. Oh yeah! So crash test for the cheap version of crash testing for cars is to suspend them from a crane and drop them straight down <coughs> to the ground, so it's gravity only. So that's what they'd be doing there, right? Yes, that same same so principle. He, he did it with a, a cart first. Yeah, and then a simple square steel frame desk crumbled under a mini. Uh, falling mini fridge then he brought out his desk and uh, he dropped a whole BMW on it and that was fine Uh, and then the wooden top caved in after he dropped a couple of 1.6 ton blocks on it so oh and uh, on the bottom uh, connected to the legs is like a steel plate so if you're under your desk and the desk moves you go with the desk which I thought was genius that's pretty clear but do you want to know what the really cool thing is and this guy's how much does this weigh I don't know. That you, it, you know what I mean? It's, like, it's probably you know, a bit heavier than your wooden desk. I would say you know. it's a lot heavier. But do you want to know what's really cool about this? A, he's very active in the comments on the Stuff website about this. Like, he's answering everyone's questions. Because other people are like, well, um, the department of something somewhere brought 40 desks and this isn't new. And he says, yeah, that's cool. But this only costs $200 to make. And I'm going to distribute the plans so any engineer can knock it together. Oh, wow. He goes, oh, that's oh, cool. Yeah, he goes, I'm not making to make money. He goes, if there's enough, if people are that keen, I'll make them and sell them. If not, I'm just going to give the design out anyway. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, all right. Round of applause for that man. Woo, go Nick. Nick, whatever your name is. Yeah. That's really cool. So nice. That's pretty cool. Nice work. Nice work. And I've got, I've got another story here about inventions, actually. Yeah, it's a very, very heavy on the inventions uh, episode, isn't it? It is. It seems to be. It's uh, just how it happens. Um, have you ever seen the the caps with a solar panel on the peak and two little lights underneath it? Actually, I think I have, but like on TV, not like really. Oh, I've life. seen them. Um, oh, I think uh, brother-in-law's dad had one once and I saw him in a shop and all that. I didn't realise, but they're New Zealand invented. Oh, really? Apparently, yeah. So this guy called Simon Dyer, who's been uh, dealing with solar panels for a while, uh, he runs a company down in Canterbury called 2C Light Company. Oh, yeah. He just signed an agreement with um, a South Korean corporation for exclusive uh, supply of electricity generating solar fabric that they make called Solfab. Um, And his biggest claim to fame is his cap with a light on it. Huh. 
Uh, he he claims that they've got the first commercially available solar textile fabric using green technology, which can be used in outdoor equipment and clothing to produce energy for lighting or electrical charge. They're ramping up for full-scale production, and he's got a understanding with that company that he's got the rights to exclusively supply the material in the US, Japan, and New Zealand. Oh, good on. So, yeah. Uh, and the advantages of the Solfab stuff that he's made, uh, it's durable. You can roll it up and bend it. Roll to roll to roll weaving manufacturing and power generation regardless of partial shade. So it's always trying to charge. Huh. Yeah, it's interesting because um, I read today, just as an aside, um, Google um, has been buying renewable energy contracts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that they want to make sure that they are using renewable energy because their data centers obviously use a crap load of the electricity. Yep. And they've got... A, you know, two point four gigawatts of, of energy needs you know, in these in these contracts already. But so they did it first and then I think Amazon and um one of the other big players and Apple as well. I yeah. Don't, I don't a- count them as a big player. Apple's um, all solar though, whereas Google's all, gone all wind. Yeah. Google's almost all wind and um Amazon's a third solar and two thirds wind. But yeah, the thing is, though, that because these guys have put so much money into these contracts, the companies that say, hey, we've got this contract from Google who's you know, got yeah, a lot yeah. of money, uh, they can get the loans, they can get everything, and they've brought down the price of componentry for these yeah, renewable energies 60 to 80%, which is amazing. So, um, keeping up with Amazon, two things really quickly. Did you see that their new pop-up, their new... Um, go store thing where yeah, you just walk Amazon out. Go. Yeah. Scans your face and facial recognition and everything. It's a bit yeah, creepy. I didn't bother reading anything about yeah. it. I know people sound it said it was like, our, 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 So you walk into a store, you pick up what you want and you walk out. You don't have to talk to anybody, you don't have to pay for anything because it automatically charges you your card. And it, and it charges RFID, visual but do you know what the biggest thing is they think that's gonna be for marketers and advertisers? No, what's that? is that they can now work out how long you pick something up for, stare at it, put it back, and then grab the other one. So they're now going to go real, real fine detail on exactly what how you're shopping. So when you pick something up, a guy's going to either appear, a genie will flash up, or the, the device will start talking to you. Oh, no, I'm serious. There'll be a, a TV program or a hologram or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'll yeah. That'll just go... You've been looking at this for a bit, but you're not quite sure. Let me answer your questions. You know, that sort of stuff. The other thing real quick is they're um, scouting out massive locations in Australia to build huge warehouses over there. Um, But they reckon they'll going into everything. So they'll do um, fresh fruit and veggies supermarket style over there as well now. And they reckon it's going to affect like Harvey Norman and all those guys. Because if they build them as big and do everything they do in Australia, you're going to have same-day delivery of anything that you want. Wow. Um, and hopefully, really cheap shipping to New Zealand. Cool. Um, fake news has been in the news quite a bit recently. Yes, due to I, all the political I, Yeah, yeah. And, and I didn't realize how much these guys make. So there's um, one guy quoted in this news story that I've got here that um, makes $10,000 a, a month from his AdSense, you know? Like, from posting other people's... From making fake news, putting it on Facebook, so people click from Facebook back to his site, and his AdSense revenues are 10 grand a month. 
Oh. That's why the, that's why people do it, right? Because yeah. I, I was like, why would people do it? Now it makes sense. So there's a new Twitter place called um, Sleeping Giants. And <laughs> what it says is, if you, like, so how AdSense works or the AdWords network works is if you're a company, you buy a whole bunch of advertising. Yeah. And you say, show it on sites um, of this type. Now, what they don't realize, because, you know, big companies with million-dollar budgets, they just throw the money out oh, yeah, and yeah. it appears. So um, what Sleeping Giants have recommended that you do, and they've got, like, I think it's around 11,000 followers or something at the moment. Soon it'll be a couple of hundred thousand. I'll bet you the story will yeah, drive yeah, that yeah. up. But anyway, um, what they suggest you do is if you go to one of these sites, fake news sites, and you see a, a known brand on it, you screenshot it, you tweet them nicely and go, yep. hey, did you know you were on Breitbart News? Oh. Um, and people have been pulling their revenue. They're going, oh, ban them. Because when you do AdSense, you can obviously say, don't show me in this, this, and this. Because yeah, you yeah, don't want to yeah. be shown in your competitor's site, right, for no. example. So um, you uh, – you or you maybe you do, but yeah, you know you, you, can, you yeah. can you can block those things, right? Yeah. So he can block, um, you can block Breitbart News. So it's already starting to hit their um, pockets. Yeah, and when you start hitting their pockets, that's when they're going to stop doing it so much. So what Sleeping Giants does is, if you tweet um, to them the photo, they will spread it to all their followers, so yeah. that it's uh, got a backlash, right? Interesting. No, I, I think it's a brilliant idea. I think it's a great way to go. See how it goes. Yeah, I, I think it's worth doing. So next time you click on one of those clickbait titles and it's a piece of crap news story um, and you see some advertising there, screenshot it if it's any brand new. Um, talking about that roughly, um, check if, you, if you're sick of clickbait crap on Facebook, um, find a Facebook page. It's called Stop Clickbait. And basically... Um, uh, like a page. Yeah, or yeah. It's, a, it's not an admin page. No, no, page it's an page. actual page. Yeah, sorry. Um, and it's it, the company or whatever the group it's called is Stop Clickbait. They tell you what an article is about in the heading without clicking on the actual clickbait thing. Um, so, for an example... So, it's like an extension for Facebook? No, no, no. It's just... It comes up in your newsfeed. All right. But people submit clickbait headlines to them, so you normally see it on their stuff first before your dumb friends send it to you. All right. So one of their examples I saw today when I was sorting this out, and they've got different pages that you can subscribe to with different interests. So there's or like ah oh, like cute shit, entertainment, funny, gaming, lifestyle, science, sports, technology, world news, and what the fuck or W2F. But what happens is it comes up, and there was a picture of some guy like harvesting potatoes, and the clickbait headline is "This man plants a potato in straw. You'll never guess what happens next." And the headline that they've put in is, he grows more potatoes. So I don't need to click on it to read the stupid story. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, this website tracks everywhere you go when you have Google on your phone. And it just goes, Google tracking or whatever their web address is. Like, yeah. So it's pretty good, actually. Oh, that's pretty cool. For a, uh, yeah, a little service that someone's put together. Yeah, I, I, I I've only subscribed it in my head, but I'll have to see that. You'll have to check it out. Yeah. Um, and when you see it, you'll be like, this is genius, so... Oh, cool, cool. Um, you see, MS-DOS command prompt, after 30 years of operation, is being retired. You will no longer be able to go in and go, I can't even remember what I used to do, DIR and all that sort of stuff. And well, no, you can, though. Stuff. 
No, on no. The, on, no, on the new thing, the other thing that's been there for 10 years. It's a, yeah, no, you read the article, it's a bit weird. There's um, PowerShell, which looks like, the, looks like MS-DOS, but it's not. Oh. So you can still type commands in, you just don't have the MS-DOS version. So Windows 10, because I was actually in the command prompt thing yesterday, uh, two days ago, because I've now synced Minecraft on two computers, so all the saves are happening on both computers at the same time. Which, yeah, yeah it's got to happen. I, you know, you work too hard, bro. Um. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. For, it's actually not even for work. So, <laughs> just saying. No, I figured it was for your daughter. Yeah, well, because she, when we were away, she set up some new worlds on the laptop. And she's like, I want to play on the new world. And I'm like, I can't be bothered getting the laptop out. I said, but there is a way to sync it on Google Drive somehow. Yeah. So I had to work all that out. It's pretty cool, though. Um, great for anybody who's, you know, divorced or whatever and got a child that spends time at two different places with two different computers. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. sync the thing so they're saved. They've always got their game. That's genius. Yeah, That's yeah. Brilliant. So that's pretty good. Cool. Um, what's happening for the rest of the week? Well, um, one, one last oh, thing. Go. Got to talk about John Key resigning. Oh, yeah. Because that's I, sort of a big deal. I knew I put that. <laughs> well, you've got like two minutes. All Go. Right. Um, no, you don't. I, you've got uh, six, uh, 47 seconds. I don't even have that because I'm late for work already now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, it's um, there's that, rumors, that was surprising. It there was is, surprising. There's rumors going around on Twitter that people have heard two specific rumors. I don't know what they are. And they said if they're true, shit's going to hit the fan and it's going to be massive news. And that's whatever the reason is why he's leaving. But... Don't take my word on that. It's just something all these people. Yeah, because I, I, I all these people it, on Twitter getting worked most up. likely illness type thing. Because usually, yeah, it's it could like be, that, could uh, be. You know, somebody, I think, oh, I think he's just tired. Some, to be honest. Yeah. Well, and I and I don't think the job's going to get any easier. Uh, no, no. With Donald Trump coming in and all the rest. No, no. Of that, it. So that you've got that. Um, he said he wanted to go out on a high instead of like at the bottom. There is talk about if he still needs his uh, security detail and how that's going to work. So they said he can have it until. I think he'd have security until the end of December and then they're having a big meeting to decide if he still has anything or what the actual threats are against him. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see if someone see, takes I it I don't out. get how people are so anti him. Like, you know, there's a lot of stuff in the news. Um, I think he's probably the best prime minister we've had for I, a decent amount of time. That, that, that's right. So, um, yeah, so people, two sides of the fence, they either really hate him as a politician but he's okay as a guy or vice versa but a lot of people have said he's probably been pretty good uh, in some areas and then other people are saying politician which is automatically means he's a bad guy right you know what i mean like i don't really have a lot of respect for any politicians i don't but i I mean but then you know out of the pool of ones that we can choose from yeah yeah yeah, i think he's good i think he's done a good job he's um approachable um i don't agree agree with all of his calls but i will never agree with all of anyone's calls no if i was prime minister i wouldn't agree with all of my calls i guarantee you that um yeah because i did some adulting today i i made i made food for tonight and for tomorrow and didn't eat any of it that may sound i never cooked without eating it straight this away. may sound really weird for the listeners but that's like next, oh, that's, that's, that's next bro. level that's for uh chris yeah, never happened before. Anyway, anyway okay, we better that's, go. That's enough of John, John Key. Okay, check us out, Twitter, Facebook, website. You yep. know the drill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, and uh, keep an eye out. We'll let you know what our Secret Santa's yes, gifts are gonna when they that. arrive. Yeah. Sweet right. as. See ya. Bye. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.